Good morning. It's March 31st. It is a noisy morning in New York with a dog barking somewhere in another apartment and the heater gurgling and a car alarm going off. This is your Indignity Morning Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Skoka, taking a look at the day and the news. It's a big day for legal news as Gwyneth Paltrow prevailed in her countersuit against the man who was suing her for allegedly running into him on the ski slope. A jury concluded that the wellness promoter and Iron Man actress did not crash into a retired optometrist on the ski slopes, but in fact was crashed into by him. And will therefore, instead of paying out $300,000 in damages, will collect $1 in counter damages, which is what she asked for. In further legal news, with greater implications for the structure of political power in the United States and the integrity and accountability of our systems going forward, Texas-based federal judge Reed O'Connor a right-wing policy entrepreneur with no interest in following precedent established by other courts, decided to single-handedly throw out the preventative care provision of the Affordable Care Act. Once again, a single right-wing judge who was elevated to the bench for the purpose of making mischief has made the mischief via a nationwide injunction. Among the things that O'Connor ruled, he declared that it's a violation of religious freedom to require that health plans cover HIV, AIDS, prevention drugs. Pope Francis remains hospitalized with what the Vatican says is a case of bronchitis. The Vatican reported that he ate a pizza for dinner yesterday and expects him to be checked out of the hospital by Saturday. How much of the strenuous work of presiding over Holy Week he will do is unclear. The Russian government arrested Wall Street Journal reporter Evan Gershkovich, charging him with spying in what the Times describes as a step with no precedent since the collapse of the Soviet Union. A spokesperson for Russian President Vladimir Putin, according to the Times, said that he was caught red-handed, but did not provide any specifics of what the reporter was allegedly doing. So that's the news. And Oh, right. Yeah. Also, Donald Trump got indicted. It's a sealed indictment. So there you have all the available facts which did not stop the Times from running seven different stories, one of them with six bylines on it, and not one but two separate graphic timelines in the paper, all about the fact that, as we said, Donald Trump has been indicted by the Manhattan DA on charges that remain sealed. The actual new available facts fit into a single sentence, two sentences if you add one about the fact that is scheduled to turn himself in for arraignment on Tuesday. That's it. He's indicted. He'll be arraigned. There's the news. But if you have a paper to fill, you get things like, he will be fingerprinted. He will be photographed. He may even be handcuffed. In the days ahead, Donald J. Trump is expected to walk through the routine steps of felony arrest processing in New York. That's William K. Rashbaum on the front of the Times, laying down a little repetitive track. And then next to him, Peter Baker, called on to do news analysis, just gets riffing. For the first time in American history, a former president of the United States has been indicted on criminal charges. It is worth pausing to repeat that, because I have nothing else to say. An American president has been indicted for a crime for the first time in history. So many unthinkable firsts have occurred since Donald J. Trump was elected to the White House in 2016. So many inviolable lines have been crossed. So many unimaginable events have shocked the world that it is easy to lose sight of just how astonishing this particular moment really is. Does he run out of words here? He does not. 
For all the focus on the tawdry details of the case or its novel legal theory or its political impact, pause here to note that he doesn't know the legal theory of the case because the indictment, as we previously mentioned, is still sealed. Nor does he have any idea what its political impact is, since, as he said twice, this is something that has never happened before. Nevertheless, where were we? Ah, yes. The larger story is of a country heading down a road it has never traveled before, one fraught with profound consequences for the health of the world's oldest democracy. That's the third time he said this has never happened before. In fact, let's just analyze the news analysis for a second. First sentence, a former president has been indicted, which has never happened before. Second sentence, a former president has been indicted, which has never happened before. Third sentence, it's astonishing that this thing that has never happened before has now happened. Fourth sentence, this has never happened before. Fifth sentence, until now, no former president had ever been indicted. Sixth sentence, verbatim, no longer. Seventh sentence, that taboo has been broken, meaning a former president has been indicted, which has never happened before. Eighth sentence, a new precedent has been set. A new precedent being that a former president has been indicted. It's a new precedent because it has never happened before. That is your front page news analysis from Peter Baker of the New York Times, Dateline, Washington, D.C. That is the news, and also a lot of stuff that isn't really news. Thank you for listening. Please read and support Indignity. Stay out of jail, and we will talk on Monday. And now in a special segment that we call Indignity Morning Plugcast, we encourage you to go read New York Magazine, where your host and editor has a very long piece about LED lights and why they are so frustrating and disappointing. I talked to a lot of people in the lighting industry, learned things that I never imagined, including things that didn't fit into the story, a whole exciting account of how the Orient Express train was retrofitted with handmade LED bulbs by a small batch circuit maker, had to end up on the cutting room floor to fit it into the magazine, but it was fun to do, and I hope you enjoy it. This concludes your Indignity Morning Plugcast.